bring some of this back home. Be one of us. He said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No running in the hallway. Back to the Spook House. My name is Phil. It's good to be back. You all know my co-host. He is the Parmesan to my marinara, the mozzarella to my rigatoni. It is my friend Doug. How you doing? It almost sounded like you practiced that. Just were you doing that in the mirror in the shower? No, just thinking of uh, you know, a few seconds before we hit record, I was like, uh, pasta, marinara. What can I say? We're like the progressive version of Juno. You're the cheese to my macaroni. And you know that song from Juno? Deep cut. Michael Sarah sings it yeah, for uh, Elliot Page. Barely remember that movie. But um All right. Sorry for the deep reference. <laughs> Do you got a copy of Juno over there? Shit, no, I don't. <laughs> Is that even out on VHS? That was like what, two thousand seven? precisely yeah. yeah precisely 2007 so they stopped making vhs tapes way before that i believe the last well not even really because just friends is on vhs and that movie came out in 2005 yeah the last uh mainstream tape put out on vhs was in 2006 and it was i believe it's the movie with uh god damn it his name all hugo something you oh wait vigo yeah, vigo martins oh wait i know which one you're talking about history of violence yes there it is. I knew I knew I heard that before. We might have talked about it, but I don't know. Yeah. But we are going to talk all about VHS today. We both love tapes. We both collect them. We both hunt for them. So I was like, hey, Doug, pick out a stack of tapes. I'll pick out a stack and we'll just kind of go through them. Talk about some of our favorite scores over the years. Let me ask you this. What is the last good score in the wild like truly thrift hunting you come across it you're like holy shit what was the last so big one trying to think because um if conventions count then i could say vhs fest because every every single convention is prime for for tape hunting because yeah you know, the, the the people, the vendors always know that people are going to buy tapes and some people just sell tapes and they do very well there. Uh, so for counting like VHS Fest and Monster Mania and places like that, rather than just regular thrift shops, uh, I would have to say VHS Fest. And I have one picked out in my stack. Hey, what you got over there? We're going we're gonna to get into it. We're going to crack it down. Tape number one. What you got, Galliardo? All right. So this one, I found at VHS Fest. So I watched it like a couple weeks before VHS Fest and... Was like this movie is it's a very ridiculous movie, kind of repetitive and kind of has like some like giallo aspects in it with like the weird like you know giallo movies have like the like that funk mm-hmm. like score or whatever like the old like buddy cop yeah like, lots of uh, lots of slap bass yeah like very early Seinfeld yeah stuff so Mardi Gras massacre hey yeah I watched that um, 
couple months ago for the first time. And you're right, it's uh, very repetitive. Like if you watch re- 30 minutes of that movie, you watch the whole thing. <laughs> pretty yeah, pretty much. And the camera it's like I think it's a good watch because the filmmaking of it is like the most fun because like shots linger on for too long and you're like yeah. why doesn't the director cut? There's nothing here. There's no plot yeah. being driven forward. It's just them talking in a diner for like longer than expected. And then the uh the killer who says the same monologue over and over and over and over Are again. You You're evil? like, holy shit, get in these sick, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And he wears that weird, like, uh, that weird, like, pharaoh mask from Party City. Yeah, so uh, the, the plot is basically, it's set in New Orleans, and this guy is trying to rid the streets of evil. So he's going up to these women in bars, and he's like, Are you evil? And I, I love how one lady's like, Honey. I'm as evil as they come. <laughs> or yeah, something he's basically like killing prostitutes. The dialogue yeah. is not the best, but it is a very fun movie. And not gonna, the chase scene at the end is really good. It is very entertaining to watch. Yeah, and um, that music you're talking about, the funk music, whenever he starts his little ritual killings, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tame Impala owes this guy a sandwich or something. Like, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Like that drum beat. It is, it is very, yeah. It's very atmospheric, very synth driven. Yeah, I can I still know the song in my head. It's they play it a thousand times, so you kinda get stuck in there. Alright, but good tape. Yeah, uh if you don't mind me asking, yeah. what what that tape set you back? I feel like hey. I feel like we're on an episode of Are You Garbage? Hey, hey. How much money do you have in your bank right now? What's your credit score? <laughs> uh, so I did so after I saw the movie, I was perusing eBay and saw it. Going for like 180, 160, around 200. Yeah. Scored this puppy for like 80 bucks. Hey, not bad, not bad. So I'll accept it. And it has a little cool like side flap here. Mm-hmm. So you could, you know, open its torso up and see its inside. They call that a side loader in the biz. Side loader. Yeah. Um, I used to have a Fright Night, the side loader. I forgot which um, which company put those out, but they do a lot of... I think RCA, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. Yeah, I have uh, Karate Kid 1 and 2. Those are side loaders. <laughs> but yeah, those yeah. those tapes are just beautiful. Th- this uh, this company, I don't really know how to pronounce it. This Roman numeral thing over here. We sound like real VCI? Right now. Yep. Yeah, I could have just read that. I thought it looked <laughs> like VCI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It tugs I, like, like, I don't this, know what this uh, hieroglyphics on the side what? here. Not really sure what to make. What are these letters? <laughs> VC two. I swear I'm only dyslexic with numbers. But yeah, this company I love because um the Prowler. Uh, uh, this company released that on tape. Sure, and it always has like the big border over here, like it splits uh splits up the art yeah. to be like only on top. Very satisfying to look at. All right, good tape, good tape. All right, I guess it's my All turn. All right, what do you, what do you got? Okay, so I picked this up a couple weekends ago when I was in Tennessee with my friend Lunch Meet. We drove out there six hours, did this little event. There are lots of vendors set up, and I came across this this guy, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, screener yeah. copy. That's the screener copy right yeah, there. Yeah, and apparently, I got it for 10 bucks. And I guess he was selling it cheap because if you see here, the corner has been literally chewed up by a dog. There's a giant hole in it. Or a child. If he had a baby, maybe he took a chunk out of it. Yeah, but I couldn't pass it up. And personally, I don't mind if I'm like, oh, that's cool. 
there's a giant chunk bitten out of this tape. It, it's kind of <laughs> fitting for the movie. Sounds like yeah, it adds a little bit of character, you know? Uh, always a fan of the wear and tear. A little bit of wear and tear, there's no problem with. And like you said, it was 10 bucks. Yeah. So you really can't pass up a $10 tape of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Well, and you st- it's still the movie. You know? Actually, this was a trade. So I traded, I still can't decide if I came out good. I got, I traded my <laughs> Evil Dead 2 Vestron video release for this and a resealed copy of New Nightmare. I thought it was factory sealed at the time, but it, upon further inspection, it was uh, clearly a used tape somebody brought in FYE and then they resealed it. But I was like, hey, you know what? Fair trade. He was a really nice guy. So I'm like, that's cool. I mean, all of those uh, all of those tapes that you just mentioned are very, you have very good stories from them because you found that Evil Dead 2 tape for like a, like 25 cents. Yes. Talk about... So it's really not like you're losing much, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and... Um, but also you like gained from like, I don't know. I feel like if you personally like something more, then you've gained, you know, you've gained something in your collection that you really love rather than like, you know, the price value on it. Right. And I like TCM2 more than Evil Dead 2. It's just me. So I agree with you on that one. Yeah. No, no. I think we no, both hey. have the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than uh, our, uh, well, you... our feelings on the Evil Dead franchise, I feel like hey, a line. Well, you heard our last episode. Uh, if you're, if we still have any listeners left after right. our Scream Six and Evil Dead Rise episodes, they're like these fucking guys. I swear, we do love movies. We just love good. Movies. We want to like, we want to like movies. But okay, I digress. We got, yeah, we're gonna go down this rabbit hole. We got tapes to talk about. All right, Doug, you're up next. What you got? All right, so this I tried to pick out tapes with like a story attached to it. I feel like I'm on Maury talking about like VHS. Uh, R.I.P. Jerry Springer. So this one, the be- I didn't I didn't know he was like a senator or something. Me neither. The dude was probably in the in like the Oval Office or whatever, mediating like fights. <laughs> between, uh, like, all right, so uh, Donald Trump fucked your wife. He did, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, all right, so this tape, this is one of my top five favorite horror movies of all time. Big words. Uh, Big words. Ser- yep, this is a yep personal personal ranking in my top five. I saw it when I was I don't know thirteen or fourteen, and immediately got attached to it. Uh, so it has a little bit of nostalgia. Uh, and I was in Portland uh, last year visiting my sister, and they have a whole bunch of cool thrift shops and like outdoor markets over there. And there's this place called uh, Mixtape PDX, and they had an outdoor VHS swap flea market. So I was like. That's where I'm hey, fucking now going. We're talking. And my, my sister came with me and she was like, I've never saw anyone drop money that fast. Cause I was just like, tape, money, tape, tape, take this. And Alex is holding a fucking huge stack the size of the Eiffel Tower. And so I saw I saw I got this for five dollars, actually, which is a pretty good find. Creep show to the New World video edition. Hey. As you can see, very uh where the fuck's the camera? A uh, whole lot of wear and tear mm-hmm. on this bad boy. Well loved, especially on the bottom over here, mm-hmm. and the flaps are a little little janky. But I love this movie, and I I had the the other version of the tape uh, I got during the pandemic, like the um, yeah I have that. I don't one. know. I forgot. Okay, yeah, that's With the, the one that you have. Yellow border 
on it. Yeah, I don't like the tape with like the yellow borders. It's too, yeah. It blocks out the cover art too much. But this cover art, I absolutely love. Um, I personally like Creepshow 2 better than Creepshow 1. And I was happy to score this version because I've, I've been trying to track that down. Hey, all right. Good tape. Good find. I like the rated oh, R yeah. sticker on the box. Yeah, that's a good addition. Uh, let's see what the... It's very hard to take this tape out because it's like glued shut. And it has some just like weird tapes on the side here. Yeah. But it is it is fresh in my eyes. <laughs> All right. Really, really good pick there. Are you a Creepshow 1 or Creepshow 2 guy? Uh, I mean, you could be both, but <laughs> if you had to pick I guess one. I prefer the rig- the first one. I don't think it's the best horror anthology out there. A lot of people like to throw it out like it is. Big word and more big words. I think Tells from the Dark Side is better than Creepshow. As far as like each story being really good. I feel overall. like it's hard also to like... I, I kind of agree with you on that. And uh, like, the um, makeup effects on Tells from the Dark Side done by K&B. So good. I mean... Greg Nicotero always killed... I think he did the effects on Creepshow, too. Possibly. Wait, no, that yeah, was uh, Savini, right? Oh, yeah. um... Yeah, 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 you're right. I was thinking of something else. Okay. No, KNB effects does... him. It's always a toss-up of who does... Right. Who does the practical effects. They're like the head honchos in town. All right. Uh, was it my turn? Yeah. Um, uh, yes, it is. Okay, so I got... What's up next? Well, Doug, up next, we got a copy of Mids. After this commercial break. <laughs> After this commercial break. This is a fan copy of Midsummer from out of yeah. from out of print video. And I'll hold up the tape here. This is just really cool. Floral print oh, all around. I mean, how cool is that? That is some badass artwork. Yeah. So are those like stickers or is that painted on no, there? No, that's like, I don't know how he got this up here. Uh, wait, yeah, I think it is like, um, some sort of sticker that it, like a decal or yeah, something. But it almost looks painted on, but very cool. Yeah, I do like the, uh, the blue, the blue, like topper on that. Yeah, and it's even got a custom inside case here. I remember you sent me your, uh. Your haul, you found it on eBay. I remember you sent me like, yep, I got, look at this shit. I got that. Hereditary. Um, the short films of Ari Aster. A collection of his short films on VHS. Uh, yeah. I got all those for, I think I paid a hundred bucks for all those. So. Pretty solid price. Yeah. Not, Especially to have all those movies on tape in your collection. Yeah, not bad. Even though I'm personally not the biggest fan of this movie. I do like it, but. Kind of have no desire to rewatch it, you know. But it is a beautiful looking tape. It's a beautiful looking tape, and it alert deserves some love. So I had to pick it up. Deserves some love. It's early, <laughs> folks. We're recording at like ten a.m. My brain's not working quite right. Yeah, we both just woke up. Yeah, I have yogurt still dripping off my beard. <laughs> Phil is like, uh, he's fucking turtle heading out of his butthole. Hey, why you gotta get graphic, Doug? All right, <laughs> your turn. What's your next tape? <laughs> I mean. I'm in the business of the truth. Uh, so this next tape I picked uh, because so I, I found this out in the wild. Uh, it's not like, I guess, an impressive tape by like collector standards, but I love the movie and 
it definitely this tape holds a place near and dear to my heart because uh it was one of the first ones i got when i started like hunting for tapes like out in the wild and thrifting and stuff like that and like getting all into that so i picked escape from new york hey uh Love this movie. I've seen it so many times. I saw it in the theater 4th of July weekend because that's what we're celebrating Kurt Russell instead of America here. That's right. Um, and yeah, I found it in the thrift shop. Like there's nothing more exhilarating when you're at a thrift shop. Yes. And you see when you're perusing the tapes and you see like a title and you're like, oh, you have that like gasp. Yeah. Type of moment like, oh, shit, I found it. Uh, and this one, it was uh, 2020 before like the it was when the world like kind of shut down it was like march 2020 and things were still like up in the air stores were still open people weren't sure whether to wear masks inside or outside uh so hand sanitizer was on deck always and me and my ex-girlfriend uh were walking through uh island thrift and we saw this i also got a couple others but this one i just i was just so happy to find this movie that's a good pick, and, and I like that it was a true in the wild find. Like it's one thing to go to, you know, VHS Fest or some of these other events, and you know there's just going to be tapes galore. But you know you're going to score. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know about you, but I hit up thrift stores so many times during the week. I'm like, oh well, I got an hour break at work. Let me hit up these three thrift stores, and I can't tell you how many times. I go in there. It's just same old shit. Oh, copy yeah. of Twister. Coyote Titanic, Ugly. Sister Titanic. Act. Sister Act. <laughs> all, all, the, all the usual culprits. But every now and again, a title like that is sitting there and you're like, oh shit. Because you know, if you see one tape like that, you're like, whoa, maybe somebody dropped off a whole box of tapes. And there could be... Right, yeah, what else do they Yeah, have? so you get charged up. It's kind of like that Evil Dead 2 score. I found that, the HBO Evil Dead release. Near, that was an insane find. Near Dark, The Lost Boys, a couple other good tapes. But those days don't happen often, but it's so good when it does happen. Yeah, it's it's always exciting. Finding, like, like going back to... If I drove, I would go to more thrift shops, but uh, me and... Uh, Holly have driven around a whole bunch of times hitting thrift to thrift to thrift. And we have like, you know, everyone has their own, uh, like their special spots that they go to that knows that they usually get tapes in like, uh, the specialty thrift shops, like the vintage places usually have like the better, better ones. Um, but yeah, you never know what you can find anywhere. Outdoor markets are always good. Cause it's just, people have all the vendors have the most random stuff. Yeah. It could be like Halloween decor, uh, army helmets, and then some tapes. Yeah. Butterfly knives, possibly racist uh, t-shirts. I was going to say, there's, there's that this guy. one. <laughs> yep. He has a, like a Trump 2024 banner, and I'm like, okay. Like, I'm gonna you want to buy a buck guy. knife? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> no, we're in Long Island. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't need a buck knife, sir. <laughs> Maybe you do in North Carolina. You hunt for some dinner like Joe Rogan. <laughs> but yeah, back to like finding tapes in the wild. It's all about consistency because it's not like, hey, which thrift shop always has the good tapes? It's just a matter of where somebody dropped them off. So you could go. Yeah, that's true. You could dr- go to a thrift store on Tuesday. And they not have shit. 
But you go back the next day, who knows? They could have got in a, you know, the epic haul of a lifetime. You just got to be That's consistent. why it's always fun. And going to going to different ones, like having like a full day of ping-ponging back and forth different ones, mm-hmm. it's just so much fun to like be out and see what's out there. Yeah. Even if you're not like shopping for tapes, just to like see like the antique like and like antique furniture antique little tchotchkes that people used to have it's just pretty it's just always badass to see what was uh i don't know that stuff has like a lot more character than i feel like the modern day yeah you know household items that people have hey i thrift all the time hey you come down to north carolina me and you buddy we're going thrifting i got like six stories i gotta gotta book that flight baby hey anytime you know you're welcome my turn uh yes it is oh, hey real quick to anybody listening um fear fest coming up memorial day weekend may 26th through the 28th i will be out there slinging some tapes possibly some of the ones i show here and <laughs> dog can unfortunately not make the the trip down no i wish i could yeah i was supposed to but there's a lot going on that weekend Oh yeah, something about your boss is going to see Taylor Swift, and thanks a lot, Taylor Swift. Very cool. <laughs> Taylor Swift is out here ruining lives. Plus, my mom is going to Portland. Uh, she's going to visit my sister, so I will have Walter for like five days. So I can't even I can't leave the house. Oh okay. Well, I don't want to blame Walter. Just let... don't blame blame my mom and no, let me keep uh, the Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift hate. Which, by <laughs> the way, when did Taylor Swift become like? I always knew she was a big pop singer but lately there's like this rabid cult status around her like the whole swifty army and everything and i'm like what the what's the big fucking deal apparently it's always been like that we were just too blind to see it uh i don't know what made her reach that upper echelon of celebrity status but like i mean i don't like her music but i totally respect what she's doing because she's selling she's playing like night in night out back to back selling out arenas yeah i think the music is trash and i think it's just like completely manufactured pop music with kind of no emotion but again i'm not attached to her i'm not attached to that style of music i respect what she's doing but yeah i don't know yeah i don't know what made her like i don't know what piece of material made her like blow up yeah to like sell out like arenas but she's been playing big places for a long time I'm I'm sorry that we're getting on a Taylor Swift camera right now. I didn't really think this is what was gonna happen. <laughs> hey. But yeah, she's selling out like football stadiums. If like, yeah. arenas, dude. Yeah. Night after night. She's doing three hour sets with like outfit changes and like no breaks. She's just playing straight through. That's crazy for anyone to perform like that. I bet she is a monster behind closed doors. Like she just gives off that insincerity vibe. I bet behind closed doors, she's like, I asked for a Diet Coke, not a Pepsi, you piece of shit. Do you know who I am? Uh, she's like uh, Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. Diet Coke, you piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Well, next tape. Uh, this- well, I'm sure that won't be a clip out on social media. Oh. Talking about Taylor Swift. Don't come after us, Swifties. We, re- we respect you. Yeah, Carolina Fear Fest. Come on down. Come say what's up. It'll be fun. All right. Next tape. Buy some tapes, fat Pat Phil on this bald ass head. Thanks, Doug. Um, <laughs> I shaved my head. Okay, I'm not bald. I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can actually grow hair. I can't. <laughs> hey, it's free. It's easy. I just shave it once a week. Boom, done. 
It looks good on you. Hey, Kate. thanks. You hey, pull, you pull hey, it off. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> Wait till it gets salt and pepper. Uh, oh, it's already there. I don't want to grow it out. I'm scared to see how like how many gray hairs I have now. Nah, do it, dude. Uh, all right. Get the OC look back. I'm sorry I'm interrupting. <laughs> Next tape, Dog Soldiers. Doug, have you ever seen this? I've actually never saw this movie, and I know the anniversary of it was actually like three days ago. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Bloody Disgusting and Fangoria posted like a on this day type of deal, and it said Dog Soldiers came out this day in May, whatever it was. Um, no, I never saw this movie. I always passed it up watching it on like Tubi or whatever. I never saw it like... Back, the, I never even heard of it up until a couple years ago. One of the best werewolf movies out there, modern day werewolf movies. Mm. Uh, when was it? When was it made? Nineties. Guessing two thousand three. Oh, the twentieth wow. anniversary just happened. That's what I was gonna guess, anyways. Yeah, that's right because uh, Neil Neil Marshall directed this, who also did oh. The Descent a couple of years later. This was his first movie, I believe. But very good. If you like a good werewolf kind of action heavy movie it's like these soldiers get trapped in this house in the middle of the woods and there's werewolves around great movie highly recommend it but i picked this up along with probably the best vhs haul i've ever had just a few weeks ago was that at the uh was that at the festival or no no, so this was um oh wait did you, i think you sent me a picture of like your shopping cart or something and you're like Best haul ever. I, I forgot oh, what you Oh, no. Said so, all right. A couple weeks ago, I got back from Tennessee, which, by the way, I caught a horrible sinus infection. I was sick as shit. Like, I felt like I had the flu, you know, body aches, fever, all that. But I was looking around on Craigslist, and I saw this guy had four yeah, yeah. tubs right. of VHS. It was like 60 bucks for everything. And the only picture I saw was on the top of one of the crates and in that picture i saw a copy of trick or treat and i was like holy shit but there was no other guarantee that there would be good tapes in there so i drove an hour and 20 minutes each way just about to die from being sick but i was like i'm gonna get these fucking tapes so I was also <laughs> stuck in my house you can't pass it up for trick yeah or treat. and i was going stir crazy anyway so i was like i just want to i need to get out of the house but I'm going to get these tapes and four giant tubs. And there was so much good shit in there. Like too much to even list right now. But a lot of, uh, a lot of like music video tapes, like a lot of like concert films and stuff yeah. like that were in there. Um, trick or treat dog soldiers, night of the creeps. Um, yes, that, that was the other banger that was in there. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Yeah, I was in um where I was watching some movie and you texted me. You're like, yo, look at what the fuck I just posted. This haul is crazy. I remember you told me you texted me. You're like, I'm going to pick up these tapes. I have no idea what's in there. Yeah. And then you sent me a picture of trick or treat. No, you sent me a picture of night of the creeps. And you told me about trick or treat. And I was like, wow, 60 bucks for first of all, just those two tapes alone. Oh, yeah. Are enough for the drive because People sell those for way more than $60. Yeah, I drove out to the middle of nowhere, went to this trailer park. I pull up to this single wide trailer. It's a pickup truck with a rebel flag license plate on the front. I'm like, all right. So I walk up to his house and there's like 15 rebel flag, various types of stickers on his door. 
on the back of the truck. The, a racial medley going on in front he, of his house. He walks out onto the porch, rebel flag belt buckle, and like cowboy hat. It's like this, well, you picture him. And uh, I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Let's make this quick. All right, here's the money. Thank you very much, sir. See you later. But yeah, yeah. There's really no reason to like, sometimes you want to sit down with the person and maybe talk about how like he acquired the tapes. This guy doesn't really seem like he would have any good things to say. Well, I was like, so you like uh, horror movies, huh? He's like, oh yeah, man. I love horror movies, man. Freddy and Jason. Those are my favorites. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. All right. Well, yeah. Bye. (laughs) Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. (laughs) As he spit out chewing tobacco right out your shoes. Definitely the best haul I've ever had. I looks maybe you got to check Craigslist more often if that's the uh, the hidden gem. Hey, tapehead tip: always be checking Craigslist. Facebook Marketplace is also a solid spot to check. You never know what could be on there. Craigslist. And I recently found out that Goodwill, like they're they have a website you can shop at. So it's it's oh. kind of like eBay. Interesting. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was looking through it yesterday and. Some decent deals up there, a little bit better than eBay, maybe. Not as many selections, but another little bit. I'm sure if you're like a tape head, like starting out and you're just trying to like gather up tapes and movies that you don't have and that you want, it's probably a good spot to get some deals. Yeah. Um, All right, Doug, what you got? All right. So I'm going to go with uh, a Vincent Price classic here. Hey. Uh, The original. House of Wax, uh, 1954, no, ni- yep, 1953 over you here. You gifted me um, your Warner Brothers clamshell of that movie. Thank you very I much. I do remember I sent you that, yes. Yeah. It kind of looked like the uh, the front of that Midsommar tape that you have with mm-hmm. like the green and black. Uh, but yeah, I found this again. This was another Island Thrift and uh, Huntington score. Uh, they kind of had a whole bunch of, I remember this, Hall that I got. It was like House of Wax. It was the Universal Monster uh, Dracula. They had like a whole bunch of those, like Frankenstein, the Mummy. Uh, this one, and I think I got it in the same hall as Escape from New York. I was just really pumped to see House of Wax because I love the original movie. Um, and I always just like to give these Vincent Price movies a shout out because, like, the storytelling in these movies are just incredible on on another level with like the sharp. The dialogue was so sharp back then, and like yeah. people need to watch these movies. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't seen, and I don't know how you, I feel like we've talked about the remake of House of Wax, which did like a very good job of like adopting some stuff from the original, but making it a completely new thing. Uh, but if you want like good storytelling and horror and like very sharp, witty dialogue and a cool mystery, House of Wax. It is a good movie. Um, Yeah, when his uh, mask breaks and the reveal happens. Such a cool moment. And when the woman starts realizing that it's her friend, like, um, who is like the statue. uh, I forgot what he was like um, sculpting. Not not the Mona Lisa. I forgot what it was. But when she notices like the earrings or whatever, or like similarities between her and her friend like oh like she's so close to like discovering it yeah it's just so good yeah yeah i gotta um, but i gotta give the remake uh another visit because in the past few years or so i, I hear a lot of people talking about that movie like yeah 
it was kind of shit on when it came out like what 2004 five or something 2005 yeah but it seems to have a bit of a cult following it's a really good movie like even if you even if you never seen because it really kind of has nothing to do with the original it kind of just takes like the title house of wax and kind of just revamps the story. They name one of the characters, Vincent, I'm sure because uh, pay homage to Vincent price. Uh. Um, and it's just a real, it's a, they get the atmosphere, right? And it's actually a pretty good story. Well, I will have to check out the remake, but yeah, the original fucking great. Um, all right. So this is a true in the wild thrift find here. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, so I found this about a month ago, after months of just not finding shit. I was about to give up. Like, you know what? I'm a little not, bit of a dream, I I'm not even gonna go to thrift stores anymore. And then I saw this. This is I'm giving up tape hunting altogether. <laughs> I'm done. Um, Throwing in the towel. This is an MCA copy of Jaws, the Rainbow MCA. And when I saw this, I was like, hey. I love Jaws. I know this is one of the very early releases. This is actually the first release of Jaws on VHS. And I was like, you know what? Let me see what this is going for on eBay. Just to, you know, to update my knowledge. And like two, three hundred bucks or something. And I got this for four dollars. So I was like, holy shit. Incredible. That some people really don't know what they have. If they truly want to like, you know, make a profit off of their collection and these people are just giving it away but there's so many like especially with a movie like jaws there's so many copies of it that if you just don't know that there's multiple versions of it you probably just think it's just a regular copy of jaws yeah yeah i found that at a record store which hey tape head tip a record tape head tip number three sometimes record stores have tapes right in the back underneath the cabinets yeah Usually in a big plastic tub or something. You got to dig. Yeah, it's, it's very hidden. You always have to ask just in case. Yeah. But I was but $4, very excited see. to find that. I'm not going to sell it. At least not right now. Don't plan on it. Going to hang on to it. So, But like, just, just hold that up real quick. Look at that beautiful artwork right there. Look at it fucking up. That is a work of fucking art. <laughs> yeah. Good shit. Like... Movie like movie art and movie posters. I know we've talked about it before, but they used to just be so like, I don't know. You could, it's so there's so much character to it rather than just like a photo like photoshopped floating heads. Yeah, and that's so simple and effective. Like everyone knows if you if you say Jaws, you have that image immediately in your head. Yep, of the shark coming out of the water. And compare that to Evil Dead Rise, where it's the mom grinning all scary looking and it's like or it's a big fucking photoshop cheese grater in the middle of the city that's the size of the building which doesn't even have that much in the movie to do okay that's what we do now <laughs> but the cheese we take we take still shots of household items yeah. and say this weapon will destroy you all right and it just scratched him on the leg a little bit but oh my god it's so brutal dude <laughs> nothing a pediatrician can't have <laughs> Sorry. We oh, <laughs> God. All right. Doug, you are up next, my friend. What okay, you got? so this was one of my Holy Grail tapes that I've been looking for for a long time. And if people don't know, whoever's listening, I work at a music venue. And during the pandemic, 
music venues were not a thing. So I was out of work for about a year and a half from March 2020. My last day of work was March, like March 12th, 2020. And I got back to work. Uh, we opened back up. Thankfully, uh, music venues got to open up around like June 2021. So I decided to uh, reward myself and I said, fuck it. Uh, now I'm not making government money. I'm making my own money. Uh, it's time to drop some fucking cash and get Killer Clowns, the media copy. Hey. Uh, I don't, this was going for a lot. And I, I don't know why we and Phil are not elitists here. Uh, collecting is collecting no matter whether you get on eBay, Craigslist, Facebook, in the wild. If you like movies, if you like collecting, you're a collector. No, so no I got gatekeeping here. No gatekeeping whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, get over some yourself. people look down on people who buy movies from eBay, but sometimes if you live in an area where they just don't have tapes, you need to find a way to get movies That's true. and to collect. So um, this was going for a lot, unlike eBay that I saw between like, some people were selling it for 300, 200, 180. Uh, luckily, I got this for like 120, but I was like, fuck it. I'm going to reward myself. This is like, mm, I wouldn't say, yeah, this is not the highest price uh, tape that I ever bought. That goes to Microwave Massacre for 180 at one point because I love that movie. But this was 120. I saw it like it was the lowest it's ever been. So I was like, I don't care. My job is back up. We opened again. I'm fucking excited to not be home every single day. I'm getting killer clowns. And it's just, I, I just love the way this cover looks. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, whoa, you you look like Squidward in the reflection of that tape. Hey, right look there. at that. Hey, I'm in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> killer Phil's from outer North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a great tape. Media release of Killer Clowns. Top five movie for me. Oh, uh, ooh, top five. It's my top five is always changing, but it's it's in it's in there. It's either top five or top ten. I yeah. agree with you, but it's just such a fun like practical effects galore. Yeah, it was one of the first movies I ever saw. Uh, horror movie wise, as like a, a kid, do a sequel already. I don't know. I don't want it to ruin the legacy. I think we should maybe not do that. Well, you know that a new product line is coming to Spirit this year. You <laughs> you bet your ass of that. It's like. My mm. God, how much more merch can they make from that movie? Make a sequel or something. Also, and all the masks from Killer Clowns kind of look like they got like they like went a couple rounds at Mike Tyson. They look pretty beat up. <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking at you too, Trick or Treat. They're like, hey, Trick or Treat should get a sequel. Finally, I think it's actually happening. We'll cover that on our horror news episode <laughs> next week. We'll have to do some more research. Yeah. All right, you're up, baby. All right, let me see here. Okay, so I found this tape in the wild, and it doesn't have a lot of significance. I actually haven't even watched this yet, but I thought it would be a good talking point. So this is a skate video from Black Label. Ah. So I picked this to ask you, did you grow up watching skate videos on VHS? Because I did. So, yeah, I had a couple. I used to have, like, I used to get the CCS magazines, like the little, yeah. like, pamphlets that they uh, shipped to your house. Oh, yeah. uh, I got, I ordered a real skateboard, like the brand real, not like an actual oh, physical right. skateboard. But that too. Yeah. The real uh, company. Uh, I ordered that. And my friend had um, my friend, Steve, he still collects uh, skate VHS tapes and he loves skate videos. Uh, but I, we watched uh, a shorties tape back in Fulfill the day. The dream? 
Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. That one um, and a couple others that I can't really recall. But yeah, they were fucking rad. Yeah, I, they were always. Fun to I watch. wish I could find. So I had two toy machine videos. Welcome to hell mm. and jump off a building. Love those. Tapes. That, John, yes, that toy machine one is definitely yeah. one that we watch. And when you think about it, like they weren't movies or TV show. It was kind of raw and different, sort of like, I don't know, YouTube before YouTube. It was just yeah. handheld, uh, lots of cool music because the skaters would pick out their own songs. So you, the, listening to the soundtracks on the videos were always fun. Yeah. Because it was very curated to like, like the editing must have been so fun on those tapes. Yeah, but because you could really like curate the music to the, you know, the style that someone has skating. Yeah. And there's something kind of soothing about skate tapes, the sound of the wheels, you know, yeah. the pop of the board and yeah. It's like ASMR. Yeah. But um, yeah, I remember a couple months ago, I was jogging down the sidewalk some kid on a skateboard rode by and the sound of the wheels on the concrete. I was like, God, I miss that sound. Did you ever skateboard? Did you skateboard? Yeah, I did. I grew up skating a little bit. Um, I wasn't very good. I could ollie a little bit. <laughs> um, when I broke my leg, dropping in on a half pipe when I was like 11, I was like, eh, you know what? Maybe the skating thing's not for me. I'm not very good <laughs> at it. And breaking my leg sucked very badly in fourth grade. So don't want to do that. Again. You, mu- you must, uh, shit almost like probably popped out of your flesh. Dude, I had no business dropping, dropping in on this half pipe. This was like a six foot half pipe, which doesn't sound very big, but you stand on top of a six foot half pipe and put your board over the ledge and you've never dropped in Terrifying. anything. Terrifying. I just ate shit. Foot came off the board, <laughs> broke my uh, tibia, like cracked it diagonally across the whole thing hurt so goddamn bad but yeah dude people don't realize that when you're like at least when you like when you're like oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try like you know skating some vert today or whatever and you look at it from like the ground and it doesn't look that bad when you get up there and i've never done this skating i've done this snowboarding and i never went i was in like the you know the park or whatever and me and my stepbrother were they had this huge half pipe and we we snowboarded to like the top of it and i was like holy shit it looks like you're literally just gonna fall off a cliff yeah because the incline is so like pushed in that you just look over it it doesn't it doesn't look like the shape that it has that you're looking at it from the ground yeah i definitely should have started off on like hey a little two foot mini ramp or something and kind of get used to the feeling of dropping in not start with like a a foot of straight vert with my flimsy ass 11 year old body you went you went straight from for the olympia style like i'm gonna do a double axle pirouette off this half pipe um all right doug we got some tapes get through what you got buddy let's do it all right so this one uh I got at a great hall at Monster Mania. Uh, so there was this one guy who was unfortunately not there anymore because uh, it was his last year of doing conventions last year. Um, but he was the sweetest guy, always had banger tapes, and we would always drop like – he would give us deals, and we would drop like so much money. He would be our first stop on the vendor floor uh, just because he always had really great tapes. Um he wasn't really overpricing them or anything, and he's just a nice guy. So he was the we were we would always look forward to seeing him. 
And I, I did like this movie a whole lot when I saw it. Uh, it has Linnea Quigley in it. It's called Creepazoids. Hey, I've seen that. It's a uh, very weird and ridiculous movie. Not a very good movie, but it's got some charm no. to it. <laughs> the little the little baby bit at the end uh, when he's fighting like a child with fangs is pretty fun. Um, good good little monster flick. Uh, I love the cover of it because it kind of looks like a sexy orgy version of Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, that was a cool with cover. the formation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember I got. I got like in that hall, I got creepazoids. I got dolls uh, directed by Stuart Gordon. I got from beyond by Stuart Gordon as well. Uh, Holly got terror vision for like 20 bucks, uh, which is kind of unheard of, at least from my, uh, from my findings and research. Uh, but yeah, this one is always fun. And I never heard of uh, urban classics video on the spine here. I always, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I can't find the camera. <laughs> Yeah, it has like that strip club neon light yeah, type like of vibe. Uh, it's just yeah, it's a fun monster movie. Nice, yeah. Um, good artwork there. Okay, movie. You know, not bad. Yeah, it's a, it's a good movie to put on in the background. Yeah, that's kind of how I watched it. Was, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of very sci-fi original feeling before sci-fi. Yeah, original. you could like tune in and out of it and not miss anything. The plot's pretty straightforward, and it just gets ridiculous ridiculous towards the end. Yeah. Um, but Linnea Quigley is always fun to watch. You know? All right. So next tape for me, this is a sealed copy of Scream with the director's commentary. Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about this. Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson. I bought this for, I think I paid 40 bucks for it off of Mercari. And I was like, you know what? That's really cool. It's sealed. I'm going to get it. I'm going to hang on to it. That's a pretty rare tape, right? Yeah. Or or very hard to find. Yeah, sealed or not sealed. This is pretty rare. But let me ask you this, Doug. How do you feel about sealed tapes? Some Um, people feel... Some people say, hey, man, tapes are meant to be open and played. And sure, you're right. Uh, Some people like to find sealed tapes and kind of keep them as is. And Hey, you're right too. Cause there's no right answers. Do whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, again, if it's what your preference is, yeah. I personally don't get enjoyment out of sealed tapes because I watch them and I like to open them and look at the tape and kind of do all that stuff. But I totally get like, you know, having it in mint condition and displaying it yeah. as it is, because that has value to it. It, 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 it really doesn't matter. It's all about like what you want to do with it. And eventually, and the good thing about seal tapes is that if you want to open up, you could. Yeah. If you don't want to, you don't have to. I don't understand the grading of VHS tapes. I think it, that's ridiculous when people, that doesn't make any sense when people whatsoever. grade them like Pokemon cards, like, Oh yeah, this is a 9.4. You know, it's like, get the fuck out of here. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I feel like it's all like, it's all nonsense. Ooh, like cramp. Okay. Uh, keep talking. <laughs> 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 it's early in the morning. I haven't stretched out. Yeah, you gotta take some Tylenol this morning. Are you sitting on a fucking patio chair? No, this is a bungee cord chair. Very comfy. These are these are really cool. But it looks like you got that at Ashley's furniture. Uh Goodwill. In the outdoors. Goodwill. For like eight bucks. <laughs> this thing's like a hundred dollars new. But god damn it, yeah. Ooh. 
Cramps suck. I ran like you got that mean Charlie horse. Ran like twenty miles this week, so my hamstrings are just screaming at me. Um, especially since you were out of commission from dying. Yeah, Your body needs to get back to a tip top shape. Oh yeah, I was struggling to get back into it. But anyway, cramp over. Graded VHS, not for me. Pretty fucking Nonsense. stupid, if you ask me. But especially if you're grading like, here's a Super Mario Brothers tape for twelve thousand dollars. It's going to go higher in value. It's like no one cares about that just because it's in a fucking it's in a special case. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just nonsense. Like those are again, collect how you want to collect. But I feel like people just do that. They don't do it for the love of movies. They do it to just flip it for a profit. Yeah, You know, and that's a little bit greedy. I don't know who the fuck I don't know who's going to buy a tape for, you know, five thousand dollars that you could find at a thrift shop for $5 kind of doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't know. But if you check eBay's sold listings, you see some crazy stuff. I wouldn't want to hurt my own feelings looking at that. <laughs> yeah. Could be money laundering kind of like the Disney black diamond bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't, I don't think, I, I don't think I know what that is. So if you check eBay, there's, there's like a, this black diamond series of Disney VHS. And a lot of them have sold for thousands of dollars and people are like, why in the hell? And they're not even that rare. So if you walk into a thrift store right now, you'll find a black diamond copy of Aladdin. And if you try to put it on eBay, it's not going to sell, but yet there's still sold listings of tapes like that for like $4,000. So I think it's money laundering. I don't know. So what, what is the black diamond? tapes and tail like what does it look like like what makes it just a black diamond on the spine of the tape that's it Hmm. i mean and so many thrift shops have disney tapes like thousands they're they're worthless so i was gonna say do you know what like the most i think i think it's like the most rare disney tape there is you probably you might know i just heard about it like a year ago and i was so fascinated in it because I, I do remember someone checking like a sold listing of that tape is it the, and it sold for like $20,000. Is it the something Cinderella crazy. that has the dicks on the cover? Like on the, no, but that's, that's, I think that's little mermaid, right? Maybe. I don't know. Is but there more dicks on other covers? Yeah. There's like, um, on the castle, <laughs> Disney's a bunch of perverts. Yeah. On the castle, there's a hidden dick in the drawing and they didn't realize it when it was released. So they had to re-release the tape. Oh yeah, I think I think that was the, the Little Mermaid with like the golden castle, yeah. the golden dick. Yeah, I like how you yeah, made yeah, a jerking yeah. off motion. <laughs> like with the fucking big <laughs> the, the golden dicks in the back of <laughs> Little Mermaid. I wonder if they're gonna do that for this one. Uh, but no, apparently it's Cars. Really? Oh, Pixar. Is that Pixar or Disney? I think that's Pixar. All right, that's what I meant then. Apparently, Cars is. Very rare, and if you find it out in the wild, you could sell it for a couple thousand dollars. Well, this is just hearsay. All right, I'll have to look into that. Um, yeah, apparently it's very, very hard to find anywhere. All right, Doug, we got do about cars, about twenty minutes left. I gotta massage some necks and cash and checks. So, what you got over there? Hey, all right, all right. You gotta break out the petroleum gel. Don't write me a check, please. Gym. Cash card, Venmo. I love when somebody writes me a check. They're like, hey, here you go. Oh, and also here's an errand to run. 
That's cool. <laughs> it's it's not 1995 anymore. We don't do IOUs or checks. Get out of here. All right. What's my mom still keeps her receipts. Uh, all right. Let's see. What do I? What do, I have a couple left. I'm trying to decide what I want to go with. Uh, like a breakout old classic, old faithful. All right. Uh, just because this is one of my favorite looking tapes. And when I bought this, uh, when I cracked open the tape, it had a Blockbuster sticker on it. So someone obviously bought this puppy at Blockbuster. Uh, my favorite Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan. Hey. Uh, I, this is one of my favorite covers ever. Hey, I sold I you that tape. Hanging. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like three years ago <laughs> that's why i picked it yeah. out so before yeah i'm pretty sure we told this like story, two but years yeah, before we even well maybe not that long but it was well before yeah, no we actually started it was during the pandemic yeah because i had a um, spook house video for a while i would just sell tapes i made a little instagram page for it and you bought a tape from me and we had trouble getting it to you because it had like your old address up there and we had to talk about it a little bit and um uh, yeah, actually, that tape might be the reason why we're co-hosts today. Because that's I, I think so. sort of planted the seed right there. It has this blockbuster tape right on blockbuster sticker right on the tape. Uh, yeah, I don't remember how we like followed each other on social media or anything like that. But yeah, I saw you post a whole bunch of tapes that I wanted, so I bought a couple. I forgot what other ones I bought. Um, but yeah, for some reason, my PayPal had my old address on it. It wouldn't let me change it. Uh, and then we, I feel like the first time we started talking was like malignant and I would, we would just like post whatever and we would just comment back and forth. Yeah. I think maybe that was the first, one of the first episodes we did, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Because you violently hated it. And then I was defending still it. Still do. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you didn't rewatch it. That's true. Maybe you're going to do it for my birthday this year. Maybe I'll, I'll think about it. No, I do want to rewatch it. Sort of. You know we're gonna we're gonna watch it in California. Oh yeah! Hey, Halloween forty five convention. Me and Doug will be there. It's gonna be fun. We'll be in California on the West Coast, sweating our fucking nipples Eating off. Eating some some street burritos, checking out some movie oh, locations. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm super excited. Um, all right. I just want to show off this tape. I'm getting tattooed on Monday, and after seeing the cover of this just now, I'm like, maybe I'll get that tattooed, because I still don't know what I want, but this was in the recent haul that I got. I just love this movie. I love the artwork for it. Night of the Creeps. I mean... Solid movie. Solid movie. And a really fun tape to look at. Yeah. Very dope artwork. Speaking Tom of, Atkins is a legend. Speaking of good artwork, I mean... This is awesome. But yeah, I think that would make a nice tattoo. Dude holding the flowers. Yeah, that would be badass. I mean, you don't really need the window in front of him. Yeah, I, I was just thinking of that. Like, <laughs> One of my favorite movies. I now have two copies of this because I bought a very beat-to-shit copy of it off of Mercari, I believe. It was like... I'll buy that one. Rip cover. Smells like cigarettes. Still plays. Oh, ew. Um... But I think I got it for like 30 bucks or something. So I was like, you know what? I've wanted to own that movie for a while. So I got it. And then this was in the recent tape hall. And I screamed like a little child when I saw it. When I was digging (laughs) through the bins. 
It does make you feel like a little child, like in like a mall or Dude, something. Dude, I was like a kid that just got a N64 for Christmas. Well, yeah, Tony Tony Hawk Pro Skater already loaded onto. Oh my god! I was like, yes, this is amazing. Almost, almost came in your pants. A little bit. This close. Little, this close. A little bit. A little bit. A little, little drippage. <laughs> All right, Doug, what you got yeah, over that's there? A, that's a great find. I, I can't I can't believe you got that huge haul. Dude. Even for those two tapes alone. Anything else doesn't matter. I mean, all the other tapes that you found in there were, were cool. But, like, those two were, like, the bangers. That makes the $60 worth hey, it. Hey, I, I paid my dues, okay? I was overdue for that haul. I mean, you don't know how, it's, many, it's been a hot how many thrift stores I go into, and I walk out empty-handed, and I'm like, well, that was a waste of 15 minutes. So... You just gotta, you just gotta stay consistent, you know. Yeah, and don't be afraid to uh, check anywhere. Yeah. Well, Michael Jordan missed his first three pointer. You think he just gave up? No. And Can't. then he won like six championships. Yeah, exactly. So go win your championship. Hit up Craigslist. Dennis Robin was hanging out in Vegas for forty eight <laughs> hours. He came back and won more championships. Now I want to Sometimes watch the last a dance. Bit of a break. <laughs> I've seen that documentary three times. I fucking love that documentary so I've much. I've only seen it once, and. You're right. It's amazing. I want to rewatch it. It's so it. good. Dude, my, my, I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but me and my dad, so my dad used to have season tickets for the Knicks in like the 90s. And I went to a couple of games with him. And one of the games we went to, it was like the Knicks versus Bulls where Michael Jordan dropped 50 points nice. on the Knicks. And everyone, well, I love Michael Jordan. So I was like, hey! but like everyone when we come, when we came back on the Long Island Railroad, they just had their heads down. They were shaking. It was like, it was like fucking nine eleven. <laughs> They're like, I fucking can't believe the Knicks just lost. It's fucking unreal. People, grown men were crying. Oh, shit. maybe not that far, but they were really upset. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone, we all had those starter jackets, baby. Oh, actually, I have a Chicago Bulls tape on VHS. It was included you really? <clears throat> in like a some lot that I bought off eBay. I was like, oh, no way. Yeah. I, would, I would love to see that whenever you pull yeah, it out. Growing up, I had some Michael Jordan tapes. There was like, um, I forgot the name of it, but it's kind of like his mixtape. I remember, I remember there being, yeah, the, the basketball mixtapes and everything yeah. uh, were badass to watch. The Bulls were just phenomenal. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah. <laughs> like usual. Hey, go Bulls. <laughs> We're talking about Taylor Swift and the Chicago Bulls. What the fuck you want from us? <laughs> All right, Doug, how many tapes uh, you got? You got like, what, one more? Uh, sure, we can do one more. One, two, three, four, five. Or, um, hey, we yeah, can do a so, speed round. How about that? We could do that. Uh, I got three more tapes left. Let's, let's hear them. In general. But, uh, so this first one, again, not really a horror movie, but Savage Streets. It has Linda Blair and uh, Linnea Quigley in it as well. I fucking love this movie. Never seen it. This is one of my favorite. You never seen no. it? The most like textbook ridiculous like bad boy villains are in this movie. Some dude has a like the main villain has a uh, razor blade as an earring. If that explains it for you, it's so good. It's so ridiculous. The story is actually really fun. Linda Blair's a badass. It's like a heightened. It takes place in L.A. It's like a heightened, like John Wick type of world because every like they go to a bar and there's just fights breaking out. Yeah. It's just so ridiculous uh, and it's really really fun and very gritty. Uh, and I sought after this tape for a hot minute and finally found it for a decent price. Uh, also, love the Vestron video uh, copies of tapes. And 
very satisfying, like pastel blue cover. Love it. I will uh, give that a watch. I've, yes, I've always on, heard um, the name, but just never saw it. Yeah, I, I feel like you really like it. It's really, um, it's really just a fun, fun movie. Nice. Um, up next, we got Brain Damage. Hey, all right, good movie. Classic, classic movie. And when I first saw it over the pandemic, I needed this tape uh, because it has very. I feel like this was. Uh, what's his name? Um, I can't think of who directed it. Who did Basket Frank, Case? Frank Frank Henenwater. Yeah. Uh, this was his like. He watched a couple David Lynch movies and was trying his shot at just being very like surreal and unnatural. And this was like kind of like a drug trip of a movie. Uh, but the tape is very satisfying to look at. This movie's hilarious in all the weirdest ways. Yeah. One of the best blowjob scenes in the movie. One of the best club scenes in the horror movie, I think. One of the best shower scenes of shower scenes. Yes. Bear man. Uh, and Elmer is just adorable. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> If you like very muscular man asses, this movie's for you. I think uh, I sold I you love that the tape. tape as well. Did I? I bought this on Mercari. Oh, really? Okay. Unless you sold stuff on Mercari. I have sold a copy of Brain Damage at some Wait, no, I think I sold that at like Fear Fest or something last year. So You didn't want to keep it? You didn't want to hold on to it? Well, Doug, my philosophy is it's the VHS circle of life. I'll hang on to a tape for a little while. I'll watch it, spend a little time with it. I'll take it to a convention or something, and somebody comes up and they get stoked about it. They're excited to find that tape, and we share a conversation about it. And then I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll I'll sell this tape, and then it goes to them. And you know, you know, that's a very wholesome fatherly way of looking at the circle of life when it comes to taping. I can't. I have a hard time letting things go. There's, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's certain tapes where I'm like, no fucking way, I'm selling this tape. But I try not to get too attached to any physical item, but as well as tapes. Yeah. So, and you know, and you know, you could always get it back. You know, sure. again, like you said, there's one aspect of giving it to someone who like really wants it, and needs it. That's always fun watching someone else's excitement. And if you just need, you know, sometimes you just need extra money for. Life things, adult things. Yep. <laughs> and we do have things that cost a little bit of money, so it's okay to let it go. I'm also a crazy person. I like having a full bookcase. So I do like having the tapes. But I, I have sold some things in the past when I really needed to. This stuff, but some stuff is just like, you know, you kind of work hard to get it. Yeah. And you don't want to let it go. But yeah, sometimes you just need to. Such is life, you know. I do have one more tape, though, in the speed round. All right, what you got? Uh, we got underrated Jamie Lee Curtis slasher movie. Love this tape. Terror Train. Terror Train. Yeah, it's a good movie. Lo- love the mystery aspect of the movie. The whole twist and everything is incredible. I think uh, that I think so. Terror Train is technically it's a better shot movie than Prom Night, but I like Prom Night more. I've never actually seen the original Prom Night. It's fun. You'll like it. I've seen a uh, good slasher Prom Night too, which I really like. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have that on VHS as well. Prom Night 2. No, I have the original. I can, I have it if, if I if you want it. I can trade it for you for Night of the Creeps. Wait, what's the trade? I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> as a Night of the Creeps. You you didn't even hear it. You're like, that's crazy to say. Hey, I'll trade you uh, Killer Clowns Media for Night of the Creeps. You could suck my <laughs> one ball. What about Night of the Creeps and... I don't know. 
<laughs> we'll we'll talk shop. We'll talk turkey. Have you ever been big on trading tapes? Uh, I have. I mean, I made that trade a couple weekends ago, but not usually. I, f- I find it difficult for people to uh to agree on like a trade because like you, it obviously needs to match the same value. But uh, this one dude, um, I don't know his. I forgot his real name. Um. I don't know if Cosmo is his real name, but there's this dude that I talked to on social media, a really cool dude. Um, and we made a really solid trade. I had hard rock zombies. Um, and he, he sent me a couple of tapes, like pictures of them. And he's like, Hey, I don't really like Giallo movies like that, but I know you're a fan. And he took me, uh, he took a picture for me of torso. And that's like one of my most sought after tapes. I've never seen it ever on eBay in the wild. Nothing. But I fucking love this movie. And he was like, we can trade. And I'm like, okay. So I was like <laughs> trying to figure out like something of like the right value, but it was so hard. Right. And I, at, and I'm not really a big fan of hard rock zombies, but I know it's like a nice tape for people to have if, if, and especially if you love it. Um, but I was trying to find, I didn't want to like, obviously give him like a shitty tape. Yeah. So I was like, I think this is a good, I think it's a solid trade. And he was like, yeah, I'd never seen it. And I always wanted to. So yeah, sure. That's awesome. And you know, it was, it was mutual. So yeah, I, I feel like when you're, if you're not trying to screw somebody over trade is always nice. Yeah. I mean, the opportunity hasn't really presented itself very often. Like, Hey, I'll, I'll trade you this for that. It's 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 very it's very uh I feel like the trades are few and far between. I'd rather buy something like straight up rather than like get rid of something in my collection. Yeah. All right, what do you got next? Uh all right, this might be my last tape. All right, this was a part of the haul. I've been looking for this tape for a while now. This is Trick or Treat. The story of a girl. Oh hell yeah, baby. Yeah, talk about killer artwork. So I just saw this movie for the first time a couple of years ago. Growing up, I always, do you ever, you hear an opinion of a movie from somebody and they're like, oh, that movie sucks. You don't want to watch that. So you just think that your entire life. And then you watch the movie and form your own opinion. You're like, wait a second, this movie's <laughs> awesome. What the hell is this person talking about? That's what happened with this movie. Because Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons are in this movie. And on some oh, of the great. newer DVD releases... It's just their faces on the cover, which is a total disservice to the movie because they're barely in it. But this probably just to sell movies, yeah, sell copies. But <laughs> this movie's great. I mean, I've been looking for it for a long time. I just love it. I, I always love that spine. I haven't seen the movie and I told you uh, that I need to fast track it to the top of my list. I never could find where to watch it, which is why I never watched it. Um. Is it like a, is it like a, it always reminded me of like hack lantern Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I would say this is the best movie that blends horror and heavy metal. Oh, so, badass. All right. Yeah, definitely give this a watch. Is it like a musical? No, no, not at all. I said, I like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a musical hey, guy. I, I don't know if you're one of your favorite movies or like gone with the wind or cats or something. I can't do musicals. I don't know why, but if people start seeing it. I'm like, I'm out. I could do like Grease. I love Grease so much. Grease is one of my favorites. Musicals are really not my thing. Uh, but there's a couple. There's a couple in there. Oh my God. Hey, Sandy, come back. Sandy. <laughs> John Travolta pretending like he uh, likes women is very fun. Whoa. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. That's what we call acting, baby. Pretending to not be a total fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Like he doesn't want to bite all the cast members' ass cheeks while giving them a massage. Oh, that's right. He is a... Uh, uh, so I hate him even more now because I am a massage <laughs> therapist. Well, yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was, some dude was giving him a massage and he kept on like forcing himself onto the, uh, masseuse. By the way, you still need to tell me that story of what happened. <sighs> I am not going to tell it right here. I mean, it w- no, 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 not, no, not right here. Oh yeah. About the, uh, creepy boomer that came in the other day. Um, yeah, I'll tell you about it later. It wasn't anything over the top, but I was like this close to being like, get the fuck off my table, dude. You're- you have one of the most vulnerable jobs ever because it's your studio. It's just you and another person. Trust me, I get weirded out by the concept too. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, you have like a bat in the corner. I didn't most see of my one. clients are super cool and lovely people. People I've worked with for years, but whenever you get a new client, it's like, <sighs> all right, please don't be weird. Yeah, sometimes there's really are. no like vetting process of yeah telling if someone is kind of strange or not. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, keeps it entertaining, though. I'm sure. All right, Doug. You got any more tapes over there? <laughs> no. Next topic. Those are all the tapes. I have. All the tapes. Okay. Um. All right. One more, real quick. I picked this up a couple weekends ago in Tennessee. So this is a HBO video release of Dawn of the Dead. I picked this up for only five dollars, and I saw the price tag on it. I was like, that's really cheap for that tape he was like yeah the reason it's so cheap is because there's like this oily film on it so if you can see here it almost has like this greenish tint to it and look at the spool here oh yeah it's like someone blew cigarette smoke at it for like 30 it's years not cigarette smoke it's this oily substance and it smells like i don't know like turpentine or something i'm getting kind of yeah. high just smelling it i don't know what the hell spilled on this tape but we had a good laugh about it and it was a good, it's a good story. Yeah, It was a good story. And the guy was really cool. And I was like, you know what? For five bucks, I'll take that greasy ass tape. <laughs> so you should sell that at a uh, fear fest. You get rid of that. Your house is going to explode. Somehow. Yeah. I'm scared to put this in my VCR. I feel like it'll, it's going to catch fire. Catch on fire. <laughs> but I don't know what's on that tape. It will remain a mystery. So I had to pick it up because Hey, every tape tells a story, you know? Wow. So beautifully and poetically said. And that cover is really badass. Yeah, it is. But it's kind of true. Like, I would love to know the journey of some of the tapes that I have. Because you find the, you know, like on this trick-or-treat tape, it's got the... Oh, this one doesn't have the video store sticker. But I love when they do. Oh, you know what's always fun, too? Video Wiz. Like video whiz. Yeah, where the hell was video whiz? Who owned that store? Never even heard of that name. Who rented this tape? How did a video store in Kansas? How did this tape get to North Carolina? Yeah, you right? know what I like, mean. Where has it been before? I love seeing. Uh, I love opening up a tape and the receipt still being inside. Oh yeah. There's um, on my TCM two, there's a a receipt of someone that bought it at a Blockbuster or no a Hollywood Video for like three dollars nice. or something like that in like the 90s and somehow that receipt was just lodged in there that no one ever threw it out and it just i just that's just amazing that is cool that 
it can it's still standing like it didn't disintegrate the receipt is still in there and i'm never throwing it out because it's wonderful have you ever found any odd items in vhs tapes i keep hoping to find I, money one day like a that imagine a stack of a hundred dollar imagine bills. like a g <laughs> that'd be great that's some money laundering shit that might be how they get the uh the money to the other like like the mob with the grading videos. Sometimes when I'm at open. thrift stores and I see like a a huge Bible, like some old family Bible, I'll skim through it to see if somebody hid money in there because sometimes people do that. I sound like a total piece of shit. <laughs> I was say that's some like hillbilly shit that I would never think of, but also hey. very national treasure. You could you never know what you could find. People hide shit all the time. Yeah, and then they probably die, and then their shit gets taken somewhere. And people forget about it. I found a family photo in a tape once. It was like somebody as a kid. It was just a random family photo inside the VHS box. I thought that was kind of cool. That's really creepy. Yeah. Uh, even creepier, you should have hung it up. You should have like framed it and put it on your desk or something. I think I still have it. I don't know. I have to search for it. Then that plan can still be in motion. Yeah. Yeah, I never found anything weird inside of tapes other than, like, the receipts. Uh, I have seen tapes and bought tapes. Uh, like, I have this Bring It On tape that someone marked up with, like, a pencil. And they drew, like, devil horns on Kirsten Dunst and said, like, she sucks. And, like, drew an arrow uh, pointing towards her. And I was like, I need to pick this up just because Good movie, by it's the so way. ridiculous. What? Good movie, by the way. Oh, so underrated. Love that fucking movie. I could quote it for some that reason. That was one of the first movies I ever got on DVD. I remember watching that on my PS2 because they were DVD players as well. Yeah, that was yeah, my first that's right. DVD player. So I remember playing Me too. ATV Off-Road Fury, watching yes. some Bring It On. <laughs> I had uh, I bought a PS2 just for Grand Theft Auto 3 just to like blow everything up. And yeah, I had uh, before collecting tapes, I had a fucking bookcase full of DVDs. Same here. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the first DVD. That's pretty insane that you remember the first one of the first DVDs you the had. The first one I ever bought was I went to Target with my mom and I bought Resident Evil when it first came Ooh, out. Oh, what a pile of shit. Uh, it holds a special <laughs> place in my heart. I think it's... Um, For nostalgia purposes. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely got some cheese to it, but I think it's... I don't know. I, I, it's certainly not the worst zombie movie out there. But it's got some cool moments to it. I'm not judging you for movies that are garbage that you Maybe love. Maybe it's that new metal soundtrack, baby. It could. Yeah, dude, My Plague Slipknot was on that bad boy. <laughs> Damn right it was. I remember watching that video and was like, yes, give me <laughs> Iowa. Also, a very underrated Slipknot album. Um, did you guys have Sam Goody down there? No, it wasn't very common where I grew up anyway. I never, I didn't really start shopping at target until like mid 2000s it was like to get to get cds and vhs and stuff like that we always went to it was either blockbuster uh we had this place called coconuts which was bought out by fye uh which we bought cds and dvds there they had like a xxx section in the back that was like blacked off uh blacked out by like curtains um sam goody and the whiz was another one mm-hmm and then there was this other place, very short-lived place that was in the mall called The Wall. All right. Yeah, I've heard, I know we had FYE down here, but there's still FYEs open 
You can sometimes get good still books, like 4K horror still books there. That's pretty rad that I can't I can't imagine there's a lot of FYEs open. Exactly. And they got them like marked down because they're going out of business. So you can sometimes find deals. Same thing. Like, yeah, that was like that was the like the downfall of Blockbuster. I remember in 2011, I called asking if they were hiring and he's like, we're going out of business. <laughs> so, uh, no. <laughs> Damn it. I would love to continue this conversation. I feel like we could talk another hour about tapes and video stores. And oh, stuff, absolutely. We could break out 20 more. <laughs> we could. I would love to. But unfortunately, I got to get to work. Have a have a client coming in in like 30 minutes. So I got to yeah, hurry up. Daddy's got to grip some limbs. Got to hurry up and get on over there. But this was a lot of fun. We got to do this again. Hell yeah, this could be like a this could be like a monthly segment or whatever. Sounds good to me. Deviating from the norm, but uh this week we are uh going to do a news episode in the horror world talking all things uh entertainment, Hollywood and all that yeah. stuff. What's going on? What's being filmed? Lots of who's being cast and what? Lots of big news stories. So, yeah, there's a whole lot of good stuff coming up it seems like and kind of just mid-tier stuff we can talk about we can talk about it all we'll get into all of it at another time but for now we gotta say goodbye doug love you very much always a pleasure talking to you love you daddy-o all right later everybody